Hi, hello, how are you, sunshine? Welcome to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Diddle. I am a small town girl from upstate New York. I'm a diagnostic medical sonographer, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, six-figure entrepreneur, future functional medicine doctor, and conscious joy spreader. I am obsessed with helping you navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively uplevel your life starting today. Karma will bring you the same lesson through a different person or situation again and again until you change. Eight Rules of Love by Jay Shetty. This word, karma, it's going to mean something different to all of us based on, well, how we live our life. I really thought about this for a moment, and I always thought of karma as this negative connotation because it just sounds like harsh, right? Karma is going to come back to you. And I feel like in the way you live your life, it's the way, is the way karma presents itself, right? So karma itself means action. And physics shows that for every action, there must be an equal and opposite reaction. So karma is energy and energy is neither good nor bad. They're just labels that people choose to attach it to. So today, as we deep dive into karma, we're going to talk about how to release your karma, what that might look like for you and how you're carrying around things that may not be serving you anymore. I have to preface this episode by saying it is thundering and lightning and pouring rain. So if you hear any of that in the background, just a nice little ambiance. I feel like I'm back in the Czech Republic. I recorded one of my episodes while backpacking Europe, sitting under an umbrella at a closed down, I believe it was like a brewery or something up in like the forest in the Czech Republic. And it was like pouring rain. I was freezing. But that is probably one of my favorite episodes because it's got the nice little ambiance in the background. So whatever that looks like for you. So let's talk about karma. Have you ever pulled into a parking lot and you're like, oh my gosh, look at that money spot. There's a thing called better parking karma. And this is not happenstance. So don't be freaked out by the sudden uptick in coincidences of your life. How does this look for you? And what do you have to do to have this better parking karma? For me, it was meditating. It was sitting when I didn't want to sit. Maybe it's in the morning. Maybe it's at night. Maybe it's both morning and night for three to five minutes or 10 minutes or whatever that looks like for you. But after we move through the initial phases of a mental and physical detox, we notice the effects it has on our lives, which is transformative. It really is. It spills into your everyday activities. And if you don't pay attention to it, you will miss it. It's just, it's just how it is. And I was like, oh, wow, this is not just coincidence. This is happenstance. This is my confidence. This is my trusting in something much bigger than me, right? It's strengthening the intuition or your internal GPS system, right? So this better parking karma was something that I had been exposed to over the course of the last couple of years as I as I've opened myself up to a realm of possibilities, not trying to control my future, not being so uptight about what I didn't yet know. And I want this for you too. So listen up, listen up and apply what we talk about today to your everyday life. And without judgment, just be aware, right? So karma is energy, like I said, neither good nor bad. So when you perform an action, it creates a memory, which in turn is going to generate a desire which leads you to perform another action, right? 
We often encourage positive behavior versus negative behavior. Or for example, you take your first yoga class. That's the action. And then you know what happens in the yoga class. That's your memory of it. And if you enjoyed the class, you decide to go back the following week. That's a desire. And in that following week, you turn up again with your mat. That's another action. So like I said, karma, it creates these memories and desires, and it literally determines how you live. Okay, if we believe ultimately that people are more good than bad innately, that's what we see. What you choose to believe is what you see. And I didn't get this until I started believing it. Even if I have, even after I was robbed, I was drugged, things were stolen from me, like things in my life that people are like, how did you just like smile through that? You know, in the moment it does suck. But if you innately believe there are more good people than bad, the good comes to surface a lot quicker and floods out the bad. It's a beautiful thing. So there's the subtle energy created by your actions and it's stored within your memories and desires. Okay. And you can use this for good or bad. So for example, like we just talked about the yoga class for, if you took that and then you forgot about it until months later and until you're walking downtown where you took that class and you notice a yoga studio, you remember that past experience, right? It triggers the desire to possibly take another class or maybe not because maybe you hated it. Regardless, this is karma. Karma means action. Ooh, that's some heavy thunder. Oh man, I'm getting scared. Okay. Uh, We'll just keep talking about karma. (laughs) So whatever this looks like in your life, you are creating the karma in your life. So I was thinking about it. How often in the past I've ran to new jobs, new states, new relationships, looking for a different outcome. The different outcome never came. Your shit follows you. (laughs) I don't care who you are, what state you move to, what country you move to, it's going to follow you. Okay. And sometimes in relationships, karma brings you through the same lessons often over and over again with different humans until you learn, until you change. There's Vedic teachings that say that there are three levels of intelligence, which I found very fascinating. In the first level, someone tells you the fire will burn you. You listen and learn and never touch the fire. In the second level, you experience it for yourself. You touch the fire. It burns you. And you learn not to touch the fire again. And in the third level, you keep burning yourself, but you never learn. So if we don't heed our karma, we're stuck in the third level of intelligence. And we bear the scars. This isn't fair to you or the people in your life or the people coming into your life. We will continually hurt people and be sad with what life has gifted us because we don't know how to get out of this vicious cycle. We forget that what we experience in the past holds information about how we'll feel if we do it again, good, bad, or ugly. So if you've cheated on somebody before and you haven't worked through that or gotten to the root cause of why you couldn't be faithful, why you chose not to be faithful, then that will forever be your outcome. A new state a new year, you know, a new year, if oh, 2023, New Year's resolution, another birthday, none of that is going to change. You have to release your karma. So karma, it cannot be avoided. So don't think that you can avoid it. Karmic energy is returned with the same intensity with which it was generated. 
So depending on your previous actions, this could create happiness or intense suffering. We all know these people that suffer through life. They hate their job. They don't like their relationship. They're just, we call them negative Nancy, right? So whatever happens, it's the result of karma being released, which no matter how you view the situation is a good thing and an opportunity for growth. Like I always say, nothing happens to you. It happens for you. So then are you thinking, shit, Shauna, I'm doomed, doomed to a life of paying for past mistakes. No, that's not true. There's a lot of studies about this. The quality of your current actions can transform the karma in your life. There are practices you can put into place to live a different life, to break out of those cycles. You have to grow and evolve spiritually though. I had a beautiful conversation with a friend of mine. We met through Toastmasters and he's reached out to me a couple of times. We've just emailed and finally met up for coffee this morning. And he just brought a whole different level of enlightenment to my world about living positively and being so joyous and being grateful and believing in what we can't see, the supernatural. So we talked about a book, one of my favorite books, Becoming Supernatural by Joe Dispenza. Highly recommend it. You know, we are vibrational beings. The frequency in which you vibrate is what you attract into your life. And I know this from experience, you guys. I haven't been always been all sunshine and rainbows. It's a conscious choice to look at every situation and every person with a heart of love and every day with gratitude. So the karmic curse, if you've heard of this before, it causes you to forget who you really are. So the spiritual path and evolving in this way involves releasing the karma that's clouding your awareness. It's allowing you to remember who you are. Now, it doesn't mean you lose all your past experiences or your memories, but you lose your attachment to them. And this is huge. It's huge. If all you've ever known is somebody cheating on you, you're going to always think somebody's going to do that to you. But if you stop recreating the story in your mind, you lose that attachment. And in turn, it loses its grip on you. Can you guys hear this hail right now? This is hail hitting my window right now. We're going to have to pause this episode. I will be right back. Colorado is the weirdest state. I just don't understand. (laughs) It's literally... I thought New York was bipolar. Oh, no, 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 no. Colorado is way worse. But we're back and we're going to talk about releasing your karma. Okay, so let's stay focused here. So the first thing you're going to do is make conscious choices. Okay, so the choices you make influence your karma in two different ways. Making quality choices can soften the intensity of situations resulting from returning karma. So the energy of the karma has to be returned, but it can be transmuted. Okay, so what does that mean? Instead of falling down and breaking your leg, maybe you just stub your toe. The karma was returned, but the quality of your life choices lessened its effect. I mean, I know personally, I would rather stub my toe than break my leg. But your choices also determine the quality of the new karma being created and stored to be released as future events in your life. So it's important to be conscious of the choices you're making. And ask yourself, do these choices serve me and those who may be affected by them? Are my decisions coming from my heart, my higher self, or my ego? And this requires a next level awareness, you guys. It doesn't just happen overnight. Okay, a lot of what we've experienced in our life shows up daily, whether we want it to 
or not. And until we build that awareness to make conscious choices, that karma is going to keep showing up. Another way to release your karma is to forgive. When is the last time you came to somebody and you said, I forgive you? So somebody in my life that was very, very close to me about 10 years ago, you know, we were very close. We lost touch and she was supposed to be in my wedding and last minute decided not to be. I never knew why. I never understood why. I never got closure with this person, right? Recently, we've rekindled our friendship. And this has only been because of the work that I've done on myself, right? So we were together recently and she looked at me and she said, Shauna, I'm really sorry I didn't come to your wedding. My heart sank in a way that I cannot explain to you. I didn't ask why. I didn't ask anything. I just said, thank you. I forgive you. So the first step in forgiveness is accepting that what has happened has happened. You can't go back. Then see if you can without judgment or evaluation or anything like that. Maybe understand why it happened. You never know what people are going through. And then forgive. Genuinely forgive. This works in your relationships too. If somebody does something that you're, that, you know, somebody that you're dating does something to hurt you. If you say, I forgive you, that does not give you the authority to hold it over their head. So if you cannot forgive, don't say it. Don't say it. It's not fair to them or to you. Every hurt that you encounter is the return of some karma. If the postman fills your mailbox with bills, don't spend the whole day hating the postman, (laughs) right? Don't hate the messenger. Don't punish the messenger. Don't shoot the messenger. Whatever you want to say, forgive and move forward. The act of forgiveness is something that I don't feel like a lot of us believe in or believe in the power of it, right? It is hard to say, I forgive you. It is also hard to say, I'm sorry. So think about who in your life maybe you need to forgive. What are you holding on to? Nobody is perfect. We are imperfectly human and nobody is here forever. So forgive. It's a release inside of you that cannot be put into words. Cultivate gratitude. So forgiveness is hard for 98% of us. But gratitude can be equally as challenging. The gentleman, the friend of mine that I was with having coffee, he said, Shauna, how do you show up the way that you do? How is everything just not a big deal? And I think that's me releasing my past karma. You know, when things happen, I'm like, shit, that sucks. But I probably deserve that in some way, shape, or form. So I'm going to just release that so it doesn't keep showing up. Because if I hold on to it and I play pity on myself or I blame people, it's going to keep showing up. So celebrate, celebrate life. Be grateful for everything. I watched a movie that I've seen before. It's called Seven Yards. It's about Chris Norton, who was a an 18-year-old football player in Iowa. And he did one tackle that changed his life forever. Great freaking movie on Netflix. Highly watch it. And every night before Cam and I go to bed, we say three things we're grateful for. And last night he initiated it and he said, I'm grateful for my legs. I'm grateful that I can walk times three. 
and it gave me goosebumps. The breath that I'm taking right now could have been somebody's last. Slow down. You have so much to be grateful for. Look for growth opportunities. Any challenging situation gives you two choices. You can see it as a problem and waste your time complaining about it or recognize it, ask what happened, learn from it, grow from it. The problem is when we see it as a problem, we lower our vibrational frequencies. We lower our energy and this recreates the same karmic energy and you make no progress. You relive the same day over and over. So look for ways to remain free from problems. Acknowledge them. Acknowledge what's not working. Don't be oblivious. Don't be naive, but don't dwell in it either. Find an enlightened teacher. I found this very fascinating because if you're fortunate or your karma dictates you to meet an enlightened teacher, he or she may be able to see your karmic patterns and advise you accordingly. An enlightened person can take you to the next level. They can also take on some of your karma, but of course this is over years of developing special relationships with people, right? But we're so afraid to meet new people that we stay in our bubble that's no longer serving us. So ask somebody to go to coffee. Ask somebody to take a walk. Befriend people that maybe you would have never even considered. Who knows how they'll show up in your life for you. You know, right now as I'm manifesting my future and I see the end goal of becoming a naturopath and what this huge, you know, wellness facility looks like that I want to build and the way I want to travel and change lives and I'm manifesting all the investors that are going to come into my company and all these beautiful people that are going to see the vision like I see it. Along the way, the only thing that I'm focused on is my journey and connecting with people who make me better, who challenge me, who change me. That end goal, it will always be there, but it's not the reason that I'm here today. You have to enjoy the journey. And meditate. The last piece of advice I have for you is to meditate. If you've never done it, if it's uncomfortable, if you say I can't do it, that's fine. Cool. It's hard. It's hard. You know why? Because our lives are so loud. Meditation is a journey from activity to silence. You don't have to say any crazy mantras or sounds or anything like that. Just silence stirs up so many feelings. But with regular practice, you live a life of infinite possibilities, unlimited potential. Because meditation realigns you with who you are, your true self, your purpose. Having a commitment to quieting your mind every single day will allow you to escape the karmic prison you've created for yourself. We live in these cages. We don't understand what freedom is anymore. So karma may feel good to you right now. It may feel bad to you tomorrow. But it's really important to realize your karma is your karma. Other people have their karma, right? And when you come together to build a life with somebody, it's based in love and accepting what makes them who they are. The relationship itself is karma. 
You can't pray for a good man or a good woman in your, in your life and then go out and rob, steal, and lie to people. It's not how it works. I didn't deserve Cam before I met Cam. I didn't deserve the friends that I have right now. I have raised my frequency to attract these people into my life through conscious choices. When you detach yourself from the outcome, you allow things to be as they are rather than forcing them. This opens up an expanding ability to provide solutions and connections that you would have never seen. And then you'll feel and notice the uptick of coincidences in your life. And they're not coincidences. Those better, the better parking karma, that's not a coincidence. You've created that in your life. So figure out what's working right now. Figure out what's not working. What feels good? What doesn't? Because ultimately, karma will bring you the same lesson through situations and through people until you change. Karma means action. And for every action, there must be equal and opposite reaction. So bring good energy. Notice your karmic reactions. See what you want to change. Believe in your higher purpose. And don't worry what anybody else thinks. This is your journey, your life. Show up. I love you so much. I'm here for you. Do good in this world. The people in this world are all beautiful. They're all unique. Each one of you listening to this. Spread your love, spread your joy, spread your positivity, but most importantly, drink your water, eat your veggies, and smile. I love you all so much.